Galnet News Digest, 31st of March 3306. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, fleet carrier announcement announced. What's a fleet carrier? But is there a downside? Fleet carrier announcement announced. Just as an extra little treat, um, we're going to allow squadrons to purchase their own fleet carriers. So these are, yeah. <laughs> these really large vessels, um, these really large dockable vessels, um, are going to act as a mobile base of operations for squadrons where its members can uh, refuel, uh, rearm, and respawn. In October 3303, the Pilots' Federation announced that a brand new type of ship, the Fleet Carrier, would become available by the end of 3304. This turned out to be optimistic. In July 3305, the Pilots' Federation announced that Fleet Carriers would be available to buy by the end of the year. They even showed some video of Fleet Carriers flying about. This also turned out to be optimistic. Now, nearly two and a half years after the original announcement, the people behind the Coriolis Starport, Brewer Corporation, has announced that it'll be announcing the long-awaited availability of fleet carriers within the next week, not on April Fool's Day, but the following day, April the 2nd. Fleet carriers will be available to test drive five days later, on the 7th of April, and will eventually become available to own in June, a mere 32 months after they were first announced. Although this remains subject to further change. Now we know why Commander Dav Stott has that big red button in his surface base. What is a fleet carrier? What exactly is one of these newfangled fleet carriers and why would you want to buy one? Well, it's your own mobile space station with 16 landing pads. You can invite your friends and your squadron members to park up and enjoy the facilities and possibly you can even open the carrier up to all commanders. You can jump around the galaxy, taking all your ships and friends with you, as long as you have enough tritium fuel, which you can either buy or mine from asteroids. If you have enough tritium, you can jump an amazing 500 light-years at a time, although your fleet carrier will need to rest between jumps, as they're quite a lot of effort for such a huge ship. Tritium will not be available for purchase using arcs, however, if paint jobs are available for fleet carriers, they're likely to require an awful lot of paint, so arcs will still come in handy. According to unconfirmed leaks, commanders will be assisted by a crew in running their interstellar behemoth. They'll be able to customise their fleet carrier by fitting modules, such as ship repair facilities, refuelling and shipyards. Will it be possible to station a fleet carrier at Beagle Point and then summon a ship from the bubble using the shipyard? We'll need to wait and see. But is there a downside? Fleet 
Terriers are not the cheapest chip you can buy. In fact, they're reassuringly expensive. Given their amazing flexibility and utility, we're sure that discerning commanders will understand the premium price Brewer Corporation chooses to apply to these ships, the ultimate stasis symbol, a space station of one's very own. Fleet carriers come at a starting price of 5 billion credits, with additional customizations available at extra cost. If Sir wants a walnut veneer on the flight console, no doubt it can be arranged, and of course Sir will not be concerned by the slight additional fee. In addition to the 5 billion credit initial outlay, sources say that there will be weekly running costs including wages for the crew, maintenance fees resulting from wear and tear, and the cost of the tritium fuel. If you run into debt because of all these running costs, and we mean really seriously into debt, then you may find your fleet carrier being repossessed and the parts sold on Galbay. Will you get any of your money back? Many commanders have been walking in circles, wearing placards announcing the end of the world, because when you have only half the picture, well, why not assume the worst? On the plus side, fleet carrier owners will be able to set the buying and selling prices of commodities bought and sold on their ship, and can apparently also set tariffs, so they may be able to offset the cost of their fleet carrier, or even make a healthy profit. Imagine a mining support carrier 20,000 light years from civilization. How much of a premium could you gain from all that painite, ice diamond, and void opals from these pristine rings by buying low from the miners and selling high when you get back to the bubble? Commanders have never before been able to trade with each other, except through clumsy cargo drops and collector limpets. Could fleet carriers finally be the vehicle that enables easy, efficient and secure inter-commander trading? All will be revealed at 6pm Galactic Mean Time on Thursday the 2nd of March 3306. Unless it all gets delayed again. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.